0: Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo, we are just uh, six minutes late. We apologize for our tardiness. It's my fault. My fault today. It's not Cody Del Slowpoke's fault today. It's whatever.
1: (laughs) Isn't that what he calls you?
2: Wow! Isn't that what he called wow. you? Wow! I said comes it's not. I said it's, it's not the your comes fault. He fires the first shot. No, that's what that's what uh, Blue Dabs <laughs> calls not you. Blue Dabs <laughs> calls me Del Softa, which again I respect because it is good. He said he said Del, Del Slowpoke before.
0: He probably he's it. come up with all kinds. But of I'm sa- Del I'm somethings. saying it's not your fault. It's <laughs> no. my fault today, Steven, At what Actually, point am I going to have to sit in the middle seat? That's what we're getting. Actually, times. it's not the even my fault. The way the shots are being I- I fired like, left and right.
3: I feel like that's where the people who are late sit. So maybe if you show up late <laughs> one day. It's actually not even my
1: fault. It's it's these high schoolers going back to school, taking all the free parking on the street. I'm just saying, Ryan, we all can't park find the anything. same
3: way you do every day. Yeah,
1: well, I couldn't find it. I saw Cody walking down the alley. I'm like, where the hell did he park? <laughs> I parked on Monroe, actually. And Cody just got here like
3: a half hour ago, so you're not kidding. You were you were yeah, really I was- looking.
1: <laughs> I was literally like a good half hour trying to drive around trying to find a spot. West Loop nothing. is
0: a tough spot to find parking, I will say that. Yes. Um, damn high schoolers, man. And there's nothing worse in the city of Chicago when you go to park and you see those white signs with the little string holding them up oh. on the tree. Cause you're driving by and you're trying to yeah. look and see like what are the dates on that and are they going <laughs> to screw me even if it's not in that time zone? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and then I tried to park on Madison. You know they have the pay for park. I'm like, oh, it's easy enough, whatever. All of a sudden, that's that, the whole street's closed because like street cleaner or something. I'm yeah. like, no, well, I think you know. it's tree
0: trimming this it's tree time of year. A lot whatever. of times like, they'll want to close it well, down.
1: Like this doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I'm getting scared Cody Del Tardi making the show late. Maybe like, that's always. What it. No, is. see, del-tardy. Blue Dads, it was not.
2: He normally says not. Del softo. If he's somewhere in there and he says it, <laughs> dog
0: yeah. ate his paper in the train Gary is late. Gary says we're supposed to make you do a shot of malort. Slow we mendo. Have, okay, you've got the malort on the table. There is a shot glass on the table. I'm not going to encourage the malort on the show. <laughs> I will, especially not. Dude, since all, all three, three of it, us did pre- drive today. I will not yeah.
1: take a malort shot on the show today.
0: <laughs> he's gonna pass. <laughs> Uh, you know who should take a shot at Malort today? Carlos Correa, because he's finally got the deal done. I don't want to spend the entire podcast talking about Correa. In fact, I hope this is the last time we ever have to talk about Carlos Correa again. Yeah. But he finally got it done, and I did see the quote from him saying, basically, he's like, I had some doctors telling me, you know, my everything was fine. I was healthy. I had other doctors saying not so fast. And that the funny part was he said he's never had treatment on his ankle He's never had pain in his ankle. He's never missed a game because of his ankle. And so it was all news to him. Obviously, it cost him millions of dollars. But I think it's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting that he ended up back at the Twins. I still, I still don't understand how it all worked out that way.
2: Yeah. I mean, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm over it With from the whole Cubs perspective. Like, it's fine, whatever. Uh, I'm not even really upset about the fact that he, they didn't get him now. It's more of just the other things that they didn't get. So... Um, it just it was just added on. It was just icing on the cake. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna see. Like I was watching a video on TikTok this morning while I was on the bike at the gym, oh, and yeah. these guys who do a Cubs podcast um, were talking. They they were talking about Correa, and they were and they were you know they were saying like from a Cubs perspective, you know, like maybe 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 they did dodge a bullet. Right.
0: Like they we're dodged, see. They definitely dodged a bullet at the Correa for 300 or 350. Right. Definitely. I for don't sure. know if they dod. I still am not sure if they dodged a bullet at taking the gamble <laughs> of 200 for six years. I mean, if he's injury prone over base. the next, if he's injury
2: prone Probably. over the next six years, then yeah, I guess you yeah. could say that the Cubs dodged a bullet. Yeah. I guess we'll never really know until
1: the end of these contracts. Right. Like yeah. the, there's, we're old. there's no telling right now that that Dansby <laughs> Swanson's next seven years aren't. A whole lot better than Correa's, you know. You never really yeah. know until it happens,
0: but right. Um, or he could beat, you know. Knock on wood, it doesn't happen, but like yeah. he could have a ton of injuries. It, Anybody yeah. could. And yeah, if exactly. he does,
2: if he does play well, well, at least he's in the American League. So there you go. Even though we're gonna be playing like every team now, but not gonna have to play the Twins, you know, thirteen times a year. No. So
1: no, it, it it'll be like. I kind of, I kind of rooting for Korea now after he kind of got screwed this whole process because of a physical for an injury that happened nine years ago, yeah, and that hasn't yeah. caused any issues in the last nine years. And like teams, I guess, I guess, you know, rightfully so, are concerned about it. But it's also like he got screwed by two different teams, mm-hmm. and that really tanked his market. And then mm-hmm. shit, he should have just gone with the Twins <laughs> back to, back to the Twins in the first place because they did not care about that the ankle thing. So. Yeah. He, he
0: lost money on the deal, but it's hard to say he got screwed when he made, what, 35 mil last yeah, year, and he's going to yeah. make maybe 270. Like, he's going to be fine. Isn't it It'll weird that fine. this
3: wasn't an issue last year, though, when that's, he signed? That's no, the exactly. weird part. Because I remember there was a point in the season, uh, in the 2022 season, where he gets hit on the leg, and he said his leg went numb. And it, was, it he said it, he got hit exactly on the, where that plate was in his leg. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's a huge issue. But he played the next day, and he, I think I saw the numbers. His slash line was like three. His average was three forty six from that point on. So obviously, it didn't <laughs> hinder him at all. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what a plate does. Is it it's supposed the to twins, protect it? The Twins didn't have a problem with it, and they don't have a problem. Still don't with have it. a problem with it. Well, so they made it. A, they
1: made it official this morning. So it's like, like you know, it's, it's a done
2: deal. <laughs> yeah. He's going back to Minnesota. So no, I, they. Th- the saga is finally over, and I do genuinely hope this is the last day we're talking about Carlos Correa on this podcast. It's,
0: it won't until be until the
2: Twins but. come to Wrigley or until the Cubs go to Target Field. Like, I'm glad I'm glad it's over, for that sake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, now Gary is as
2: wondering who the third baseman for the Cubs is. Right now, it looks like it's going to be Morel Wisdom, maybe a little bit of McKinstry in there too. So that's yeah. that's yeah,
1: kind of what I like the
2: not platoon, but like kind of third base committee it's going to be, it's it's gonna gonna be a like. mixture of those three i think
1: because i don't unless morel really pops off this year i don't think he's going to be set at the everyday third base i think he'll yeah. move around the way they need him they need him to last year mm-hmm. wisdom may end up you know playing a little bit of first base and moving back and forth between the corners and you know mckinsey can play Morell, all over the infield
2: morel i think has the defensive qualities to play a pretty good third base but can he become a better thrower yeah, from it's third all, to it's first because he has a, a, a <laughs> really good arm yeah it's just the accuracy the was a problem bad. from there last year, and then
1: yeah. I, I don't. Most of his errors at third base were throwing errors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and would
0: you have better value out of Christopher? Let's let's take the obvious and say if he plays at one position every day, you would think he'd be more comfortable defensively at that position, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of playing short third, outfield, all over the place, if you put Morrell just at third base. Does his defense automatically improve at third base because he's playing it every day? Uh, you know, I would, I would say that's likely, mm-hmm. okay? So do you get more value out of Morrell playing third base every day because you've improved his defense? If, he, if, he's hitting, if his hitting keeps up with what he was doing when he first came up and he plays mm-hmm. better defense at third base, do you get better value out of him doing that as opposed to being the super utility guy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he would have to hit well enough to do yeah. that. I think there's optim
2: reason for optimism for Morel to take a step this year. I don't. Again, I don't. I don't think it'd be a step to where he becomes like an all star level level player. But I like if you can find yourself your own Ben Zobrist slash Kike Hernandez slash you know any other utility player that's just been in the league for a long time that's just been a productive player like. There's a lot of value in that. And I think there is reason for optimism on that, on that, just considering how young he is. He's got a lot of tools. Like, he's he's fast. You know, he has power. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he gets on base, he, he, you know, he's he makes an impact on the game. And, again, just having that ability to play, you know, can yeah. play a little center field, can play short second base. You know what I mean? Like, there's like there really is a lot of value in a guy like this it's just is last year a fluke that's the big question with him going into this season and man I sure as hell hope not man because he was a fun guy to watch and he's easy to root for
1: yeah it was a really good story last year just the way he come up he came up and you know coming straight from double a like to being twenty, you know, I think he was twenty-two actually at the time he, was he got 22, called up. Yeah, turned twenty-three. Um, like I think it was late in June. I think we were in St. Louis actually when his birthday was. Um, and and for him to have performed the way he did at such a young age, having really no, barely any experience above the Double A level when he came. I think he had played a few games in Triple A in twenty twenty-one. Um, so at that point, he really had no experience above Double A. And then he comes up, plays well. My my big thing is. Again, going back to the whole third base question, it's it's also as much as he is a guy that David Ross can utilize throughout the field and you know can play capable defense. I'm not saying he's gonna be a goal glover at all five, six positions he can play, but there's a couple he's really good at and you know, others that he can fill in when needed be. If if he if he's only playing third base regularly, I wonder how much more that would help him improve in that area versus having to Play all these different positions every single day and not really having consistency. When we heard, you know, from Ian Happ when he when he won his Gold Glove, like that was a main reason why he feels like his defense improved so much this year, is because he just got to play at, in left field
0: every single day, same spot instead right. of bouncing all over the place. So
1: I wonder if that if that's something that could work with Morel. And obviously, you don't want to lose his um, versatility. But, but you
0: have so many versatile guys yeah. anyway that like if Morel's not that guy. And and he could go back to being that guy if you have a true third baseman emerge in the farm system or through trade. Yep. But on this current team, I wonder if he has more value just being your everyday third baseman mm-hmm. if he can produce offensively enough that you say, That's a guy I want in the lineup every single day.
2: What what are, we we haven't talked about this guy except whenever we make jokes, but what about Master Boney or whatever his last Miles name is Master Boney. Yeah, yeah. like is he just up the middle guy
0: depth, or can he play a little third? Like, like I, yeah, I, I don't have his I fan graphs he, page. I, up right I now, don't but. personally. I don't know, but I, yeah. I thought he did play some third base. No, I believe he did. I think he's like one of those guys that can play multiple infield in right? spots. It's it, like the same guy.
1: The way the yeah. way that whole thing's gone down, it just kind of strikes me as he's depth, minor league depth, can be yeah. a guy that, cups suffer some injuries at the big league level. They bring him up, and he can fill in at multiple spots. Yeah. um i i think when you're looking at third base for right now you don't really know what's going to uh, hire cosmer like a, a 40-man spot stuff so to be opened up for him whenever that deal was official um so when you're looking at it right now like mastroponi or McKinstry or whoever it is maybe on the chopping block as far as they, they're the guys that get dfa'd or whatever to open up that 40-man spot for him but i would still have McKinstry. If, if we're going, like, opening days tomorrow, McKinstry is above Mascheroni In my opinion, Master is probably starting the season in AAA and just working okay. his depth. That's fine. Anyway, yeah, we got yeah, Super, super chat, chat, huh?
2: Look, Look at that. Uh, Dustin Allen, $4.99. Want to hear y'all's opinion. Let's say Madrigal comes out hot this year and looks amazing at the plate. Is his, arm, is his arm strong enough to play third? Well, it's if he transforms his body like me and Ryan talked about yesterday. If,
0: like, it takes a lot of AG1. Yeah, like <laughs> –
3: Steven's a Sox producer <laughs> yeah. as well. He was a college shortstop, so, I mean, if you play short, or he was intended to be a shortstop, that's what he was uh, recruited as. Mm-hmm. If you can play short, you have a strong arm, but he doesn't profile offensively as a third baseman at all because he's going right. to hit for he's zero, zero power. power.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that— Well, he also doesn't profile as a DH, which we're talking about playing as DH either. <laughs> he so. would be
3: the <laughs> softest hitting DH in MLB history. Yeah.
2: I think that magical again will have to. He would have to come into spring training, and I wouldn't say just completely look different, but he'd have to come in with a lot of improvements, like odd, like just eye popping improvements, for me to like think, okay, maybe a couple of days a week he could play
0: third or something like that. You know what I mean? But to right get, now it looks like second is it to get that playing time. Sorry to interrupt. He he's going to have to be a hit. Machine. Yeah. A hit machine in spring training, in Tactus League action, and then when the season starts, if he's still on the team, he's going to have to, when he gets his opportunities, deliver like two hits a game. Yeah. Right? Like that's what it's going to take for him to prove. Maybe increase that walk rate a little bit too. Right. Yeah. Get on base a little that. bit more. Um, now, the other thing that's coming up throughout this week is arbitration's coming. And you're trying to negotiate with a handful of guys that are really kind of key players, some of them, right? Um, and we know that Ian Hap told us that he would have almost no time. He's so busy this week because he's got to deal with this, he's got to deal with the convention, he's dealing with, I saw he's going to be at Obvious Shirts um, at the convention. Hap's the biggest number on the board for arbitration eligible Cubs at the estimate 10.6. Is there a number on the board? at half 10.6, Horner 2.2, Madrigal 1.1, and Cody Hoyer 800,000 that you think absolutely this player should go significantly over or significantly under those figures. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't see him. It stands out. I mean, Cody Hoyer 800,000, I don't think that figure is going to be too far off simply because he's been hurt. You yeah, know he, he's didn't been play last year. he's been rehabbing. Yeah. Same thing with Madrigal. Now Nico and Hap, Hap's numbers probably at ten point six. You got to figure in the Gold Glove. You got to figure in the All Star appearance. So really, getting an outfield for ten point six million is a pretty good deal these days.
2: Yeah, I would say the you know Hap's ten point six. I just based off. Sitting here and and talking about it. Yeah, right. I could see it going over just because. uh, I could see his
0: argument for over that. Yeah,
2: because, yeah, he's coming off an all-star season. It was just consistent. Uh, He had a great year. Um, I I think he could argue for more than that, but I don't know. Like, I I don't know by how much more. Like, I don't know what he wants. You know what I mean? So, he's the like Nico at 2.2, right? Like. He was he was really good. We we thought he was kind of gypped for the All-Star team. So like I don't know.
0: Like I'd go over. The, the numbers <laughs> are insignificant to me. I think like Ryan, I think the deal is here. You don't want to go to arbitration. No. Like if it's a yeah. difference of 20 grand, don't pull the Giolito. You don't want to go to arbitration because that leads to bad feelings between the player, the agent, yeah. and the organization, especially if it's somebody um, like Ian Happ, if you're planning to try and, ex- you know, give him an extension. And any of the other guys you're serious about, like Nico, obviously, you don't want Nico mad. Like, do not do not tick off Nico Horner and his agent over $100,000 here. Yeah, and
1: that's mm-hmm. one of the things when we are talking about Wilson last year, uh, and they got that like eleventh hour deal done to avoid arbitration, like literally like the day of or morning of or day before, got the got the got a deal done to avoid arbitration. Um, but that whole time it was like they set their numbers. I forgot exactly how far apart they were in negotiations, but I mean it wasn't crazy far apart. Right. And as far as what they had filed, um, but the Cubs do the you know the file file, and I forgot what the exact terminus, but what they, they give their, they file their number. Right. And then if they don't agree on it, they go to arbitration. Like that's what they generally do. Right. Be generous. Um, front office.
0: Be generous with, we gave you our money for winter wonderland. Yeah. There you yeah.
1: go. <laughs> no, but so. Seriously. So no. when it comes <laughs> down to it, like Ian Happ has won arbitration against the Cubs before. Yeah. I believe. So he knows the process. Uh, I think he understands and having gone through it. Um, he, Ian Happ strikes me as someone as, again, has someone has won it before, but has gone through it it feels like he understands the business side of the game enough to not take it personally. Like when you go to the arbitration and the teams are giving their sides of why they should pay you less than what you filed for. It's not, it's generally not personal. It's like, just these are the, these are the reasons why our numbers are are lower than what he's asking for. I think Ian Happ can understand that the Cubs obviously like him as as a, as a guy and as a player, but just, this is not a personal thing. It's a business, a business move. Um, the other guys haven't gone through arbitration, as I, I believe. I know Nico definitely hasn't. This is his first year. Um, may not be, you know. They they can talk, they can ask about it, they can ask and have about it, um, but they don't know the uh, or Nico. At least Nico specifically doesn't under, has not been through the process himself. So, as you said, that can that can create harsh feelings I, uh, between I think between if, the both sides.
0: Yeah, I think if you don't see, or if you see hap go to arbitration. Bad sign. I mean, you, you can forget the extension stuff. Like, that. That's, that's the red flag of, hey, we didn't get it done here. We, see, I, we are not seeing eye to eye on what he should be making this year. And so that likely carries over to another conversation about an extension. Now, if you're talking about somebody just said, who's going to be the surprise signing right at the beginning of the convention, Kerry Ross, I don't think it's somebody coming from the outside. But if the Cubs really wanted to add to the – you know, the buzz of signing Dansby Swanson, improving the roster some this offseason. If they wanted to do that, then they would reach an extension with one of those guys. Whether it's reaching out to Nico and being like, you're our guy. Boom, let's get it done. You're our second baseman of the future. Here's the extension. That's the time to announce it. When you get the fans would uh, yeah. all be excited. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I don't think it's coming, but that's what I would I would. I like mean, whether it. it
2: happens this week or if it happens before spring training, like I would, I would change my grade on the off season at this point. What the other day I said, I had it at like a C C plus. Like if they found, if they just extended a player, I would move it Pap up to or a, Horner. Yeah, I yeah. would move it up to a B. Hell, maybe even a B plus if I'm just really drinking the Kool Aid, right? Like because
0: like if they could get we, I, I, yes, I, we just Horner we for want, sure want. because he's he's so young. Like yeah. if they can get. I would, mix- you know, I would prefer to have. I would prefer right now. Well,
1: and and the, the, the point is, and I think we've talked about it before, is as far as extending Nico right now, you're buying out his arbitra- all three of his arbitration mm-hmm. years, and you're also probably giving him a little bit of a bump in those three years than what he would make. I mean, if, if the estimates was it two point two million, Stephen? Um, yeah, two point two. Two point two million is estimated for Horner right now. The Cubs probably give him a bump in this year and two, year two and year three of what would be his arbitration um, to kind of offset. Maybe they don't give him exactly what he could get on the market. Maybe it's a little under what he can get in the market three years from now. But, hey, we just paid you a lot more money during your arbitration years than you would have gotten from us to begin with. So yeah. maybe that offsets, and, that, and that's a way to convince him to sign an extension this offseason. As far as we know, like if, as far as for Hap, last we've heard, um, the Cubs hadn't approached him about the extension yet. Um, I mean, that was, a, that was when we talked to him after he'd won the Golden Glove and – I kind of said that they may, they may just be doing stuff, uh, discussions internally. Uh, so that was, you know, that was in November. So I mean, things may have changed in the last two months. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll see what happens with him, Nico. I would say if I'm, like, if I'm front office and there's one guy you're trying to extend this offseason, it's probably Nico. Just because you're going into arbitration, let's just get an extension out of the way. You're our building block. Let's, you know, let's give you whatever, six, seven years. Let's keep you around – long-term, but also get you taken care of these next three years as well.
0: One thing's for sure. While we may not care about the numbers that get tossed around the next couple of days leading up to the convention, the players do, and so do the minor leaguers that are watching it. And so it's, it's a tricky line to walk for the Cubs. If you want to preach to your young players, work hard like Nico Horner and Ian Happ, and Cody Hoyer in, in, in going through rehab, then you, you go ahead and you do more than what is necessary. okay? Even though you're paying a little bit more than what you know you would have to, potentially in arbitration, it's a message that is sent throughout the organization, all the way, top all the way down to the young guys coming up saying, if you do things right, you're rewarded in our organization. That's a, pos- mm-hmm. that's a positive carrot to hang in front of major league players and minor league players, yes, they should be motivated on their own, but when you're down in single A right now, and you're looking at it, and you say, oh, look at that. They gave him more than what was projected, and they talk about that at spring training. It's a positive sign. Now, the flip side to that is if you give them too much money, are for instance, if you give Nico too much, are you bumping up his value before you give the extension, or, or sign him to a new deal? So I understand there's a fine line. If I were an organization and in charge of it, I would tend to err on the side of, I'm taking care of my players. I'm taking care of our guys. And not only am I taking care of them, I'm bumping it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not to the point where you're pushing luxury taxes and all those things. I'm just saying, guys that are in your organization and are doing things the right way, yeah. even if they aren't the long-term future of the team, because we don't know if Ian Happ is going to be the long-term future be a free agent, he might want more, might deserve more than what the Cubs are going to offer him. But if you take care of him now in something like this arbitration, it's a good message to send yeah. throughout your organization all the way down to the minor league system. Well,
1: especially considering the fact that they couldn't extend any of their main guys this last time around. Or they didn't, you know, no. not that they couldn't, they maybe, they, they did, just did not. Chris Bryan didn't get an extension. Rizzo signed his well before, obviously the World Series, um, but he didn't get one after that. Same, you know, Schwarber didn't even get that, that contract going into 2021. Um, you know, Contreras didn't get extended. All these guys, Javi, didn't get extensions. That sends a bad message. You start getting these guys that you want to build around, like Nico specifically, you have to, you start giving them extensions. Then you, you, you show players in the, in the organization and outside you actually are invested in keeping good players around the organization long term. And that, Jim, um, that. Jim,
0: Jim Hendry, like him, hate him, love him, whatever your past feelings are about former general manager Jim Hendry, he had a long stretch of years where not a single Cubs player made it to arbitration. And I think that was a strategic move by them. Like you don't want to, you don't want to anger players going into a season and you don't want other players down at the bottom saying, well, they're not taking care of their guys. These are their guys. Well, and it's what we talked
1: about with when Lucas Giolito, I think, was Mm -hmm. on the other side of town, had was going to arbitration over like $30,000 or whatever the hell it was. It's Mm -hmm. like, if that's that $30,000, I mean, I get you don't want to set a precedent where you're over you believe you're overpaying for whatever, but it's just like it's $30,000 or whatever the hell it was. Steven, you probably know better than I do. I don't remember. I think it was
3: twenty. It might have been twenty.
1: 000. There you go. So just give the man the twenty thousand dollars. You're a, you're a billionaire, major league baseball team owner. That that you probably have that sitting in your back pocket right now. I don't even realize it. Like just that that shouldn't be that small of a number. Shouldn't be what causes a if it does cause a rift between you and the and a player, that shouldn't be the main reason why. Just because you don't want to pay them that extra little chunk of change that you would be giving him.
0: That said, he did go from best pitcher in baseball sure. back to the worst pitcher in baseball, but. Maybe it's because he was uh, having a bad attitude going yeah, into maybe, spring training. Maybe, maybe he was you mad. Buying that, Stephen? Gialito was, was so spurned by the 20 grand <laughs> that he was like, you know what? I'm going to suck this year. I'm just
3: saying <laughs> his very first start of the year, he got injured and left the game. He missed some time. Went right to the I. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. like,
0: here's your 20 grand and stuff it.
3: And it was his worst season since his first full season in the majors. So, I don't know.
0: There we go. Carlos it says,
3: definitely left a sour taste in his mouth and it went into the season on the wrong note.
0: That's what I'm saying. I, I <laughs> you can't say you can't say for sure that it impacted his season and if it did, he's probably not the type of guy that mentally is totally there. So that wouldn't be a good sign, but 20 grand? What 20 grand? Come on.
1: Yeah, you're again, you're, you're a insulting major league the owner. Guy. Mm. You're front, you're a major league front office and you're going to piss off a guy over $20,000 which for major league baseball teams is not isn't is nothing. Mm. It really is nothing. So that's the way I put it. You're I, front I, just, office you're, I just
3: looked it up. It was, he filed at 7.5 mil, Sox countered at 7.3. So yeah, they're 200,000. 20,000
1: 20, miles. You're going to piss. 20, and maybe, 000. I mean, I, maybe he didn't 000. get pissed yeah. off. Whatever. Was it 200,000? 200, 200,000. 200, okay, 200, okay, that's different. Honestly. But even still that's still not. 200,
0: 200 grand. Come on.
3: It's a drop in the bucket for a billionaire. Yeah. Well,
1: and it's also like Lucas Giolito coming off a really good season for him mm-hmm. at that point. Maybe the Sox first saw him having a bad season again, but it's like, he just came off a really good season. And he's you're counting on him to be one of your best pitchers in that rotation. Just, I found the front office like that. That's not a needle moving amount of money. You know, I'm, I'm a major league team owner. I could pay. That. I can afford that. And I don't want to piss off a guy who just came off a really good season. So.
2: Yeah, you know the Cubs should be uh, yeah to, to circle it around like you said, Luke. It'd be great. It would be a great way to go into the convention with Horner or Hap extended or someone extended. Hell, I'd be excited if they extended Justin Steele um you know yeah i think those other two guys are more deserving uh, i think Steele still has a lot to prove uh, but yeah i mean and and i and i say it because like, like it's just been it's been a non-stop discussion like this this team doesn't care about his players
0: jed doesn't want to do this blah, blah, blah. like players in little league no rickets is cheap michael colada
2: Right, like, <laughs> like I just like I I it it would make me feel better. It would give me some optimism about the future on whether it's signing free agents or even keeping other other players around. You know, so
0: whatever, man. Was there somebody on the out. roof behind us? By the way, apparently there, there was. Yeah, there was somebody walking around behind us. Oh, oh naked, naked guy was out there yesterday. Was he? Yeah, he, he was. was. But he Are you was. kidding me? But he he wasn't a, naked. He had a hoodie, yeah, hoodie on, on. Yeah. But, yeah. I didn't mention it because we it were in the CHT middle of our. Was it one of our hoodies? Stuff. No, no unfortunately not. We just send him one. We should send it over there. Just find out. Just what the walk out on the balcony it. and just throw it to him. Just get like oh, one no. of the
1: get one of the t shirt cannons and be like, "Hey, naked man,
0: get Benny the Bull to shoot it in a cannon across <laughs> the balcony." Yeah, there you go.
1: Nick, hey, naked man, put a shirt on.
0: <laughs> just send it over to him. There you go. Uh, uh, all right. Anyways, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve. Manage energy usage and lower bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than ever before. Visit ComEd.com PoweringBiz now to start saving money and energy. And to start a project, you can contact us at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, you can email businessee at ComEd.com or publicsectoree at ComEd.com. Sun's out, Ryan. Yeah, I was going to say, the comet lighting is so bright along with the
1: sun. I got to you know, put my shady rays on. It's the only way to block it out, right?
0: Yeah, Ryan wore the sweatshirt. I thought it was going to be sun's out, gun's out. But Not today. His tardiness, he kept the jacket on. Yeah,
1: like yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Good I, for him. I, yeah, <laughs> Had to be modest today. I couldn't be bragging because then you guys would just... Yelling right. at me for being late. 275. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: 275. <laughs> I was,
1: yeah, I didn't even have to mention it today. Uh, but Shady Rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for sunglasses this fall because our friend at Shady Rays had you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You drop them in the lake, off a cliff, anything, they'll replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you, hold it in my hand, wear it on my face. I mean, Luke, Luke can look at me right now and tell you right now. Uh, it seems just as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. You get free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at shadyrays.com. That's buy one, get one free, at BOGO. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem that code CHGO for 50% off only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades.
0: We want to make sure uh, everybody that's watching on YouTube has subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you do all the likes and, you know, thumbs up. Give us some positive reviews. Tell your friends. Mm. Tell your friends. Someone Family. left a review on Apple that said Uh-oh. that
2: I say like way too much. Yeah.
0: I like,
1: so like,
2: I. Have, what do they mean? So I, like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> like whenever, <laughs> <See>? <laughs> whenever I'm describing things, I'll say like way yeah. too like, much. Like, like I don't I mean, think
0: you do. <laughs> like, I've actually
2: yeah. been trying to stop doing it, but I know that I'm still doing it. So I apologize. And but and and we're again, just- it was a review that I feel like at least there's some substance to it that I can take away from it to get better. Constructive criticism. Yeah, it's not there like that go. other review that said that uh, yep. Brendan typing. During the, the him and Corey show was why he gave a like a one star. Well, Brennan's got to got to relax the typing. He well, that does does only
1: happened fingers. one time. Heavy though. fingers. He has heavy fingers. Yeah. Listen, but he doesn't say like. And, and if, maybe yeah, having, he does. I don't know. For
0: that comment, like, it, okay, constructive criticism. That is nice. Yeah. We, we whatever criticism you want to give is fine. Also, keep in mind we're just a little more casual. Like. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Right. We're just. I mean, we're sitting here in hats and shades. and yeah. Shady
2: Rays, specifically. We shades. are very casual here. That's kind of like our thing. just hanging out.
0: Yeah. So if if Cody
2: Would you says, rather us put on suits? I ain't going to do it, but would you rather us?
1: No. Luke's I got a Luke. lot of
2: them <laughs> collecting dust. We could all...
1: I'll say Luke's <laughs> done that enough in his life. I he never need to do Ryan it Ryan and
2: Luke can come in here wearing suits. I still ain't going to do it unless I, Jake tells me I I have an I entire
1: closet
0: <laughs> full of them just collecting
1: dust. <laughs> I, I will never wear a suit unless I absolutely am, like, forced to. Yeah.
2: They're now I was saying, a big. I was a big suit guy. Uh, or, like, dress-up guy. Your like, salmon suit at that wedding. Oh, yeah. That was just the jacket. Like, I, like, I, like, I, I, I like to get I get real vibey with the suits yeah, when got it comes picture to picture right down here
3: wearing the suit. Yeah.
2: that. Well, I was at a wedding.
0: Like, when it comes to weddings, <laughs> like, I'll
2: get up for it. Um, Ryan yeah, looks like that Secret
0: that. Service in the hat and shades. <laughs> like,
2: um, yeah. Right?
1: FBI.
0: I, I need Getting a suit. I, would, I need a suit to, to make the whole thing work. But I'm not going to do that. POTUS is coming down the road right
1: now. Attention, parking spot just opened outside. Parking spot opened (laughs) up
0: for POTUS. He'll be here momentarily. (laughs) Dustin Allen says, dudes doing guy stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, Speaking of dudes, dudes. so Jared put this in the Slack. He saw an email that he got saying, David Ross is technically less handsome than Buck Showalter and Terry Francona. Ross named the fourth most handsome manager of 2023, according to... Beauty technology analysis. I don't (laughs) I don't know anything about beauty technology analysis. However, I will agree with one thing that they have said, and that is MLB quote, MLB managers in their fifties are aging like fine wines. End quote. (laughs) You should see broadcasters. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, come on. Uh Managers. 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 I use as aged like fine wine. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Terry Francona, better yeah. than David Ross. I saw Terry Francona, and I hope he doesn't watch his podcast. I bet Gabe Kapler is number one. No, uh, huh? Buck Showalter was number what, one. Was Buck, Buck, Showalter, Buck Showalter was number one. That doesn't Wait, make it any doesn't sense. make any sense at all. And Terry Francona, I saw during the oh um, so you, yeah, you said it. I'm sorry. During the winter meetings on MLB Network, and I thought to myself, uh, his head has exploded. Like he's really taken on some extra.
2: Okay, I guess so Gabe, I Cabler, don't I Gabe Cabler's
1: not even in the top four.
2: Yeah, according uh-huh. to this press release, which again, huh. I was more focused on the fact that David Ross was ranked number four more so than hearing what the other three were. So, well, he, uh, yeah,
1: he's a handsome man. i to give it to him, but
0: what's but they, his, what's her name? Uh, Tori DeVito. Is that who David Ross is dating? He's yeah. dating an actress. Yeah, yeah, him. who's Buck Showalter hanging out with these days? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Can we <laughs> Google that? It was Buck Showalter. <laughs> Maybe he's married. I Buck Showalter' wife. Or Turns girlfriend. out he's married to Kate Upton. What? <laughs>
1: what? Yeah, I want to know who was. <laughs> I want to know who was.
0: An- Angelo no, no, no. Showalter. I want to know who Steven. was. Um, <laughs> this is Buck. This is Buck Showalter's wife.
1: <laughs> who was asked this question? Like, who, she who seems like a lovely lady? Who Le- was polled for this questionnaire on, on the sense. handsome managers?
0: So I don't know. Is it just saying that that press release who was in this poll? I, I, no, I, I don't know. I, I will say this, and I, this is not, I don't want this to be taken as anything derogatory. We saw Buck Showalter's wife. She looks like, uh, she'd be working at the lunch line at school, right? Oh my right, God. doesn't I that, did get that vibe, too, yeah. right? No, yeah. it, it, I love the lunch lady. Uh, yeah, the lunch lady was my best friend. Yeah. She also looks Shopping like someone Joe, you might see at the D- D- DMV. What
2: I said. She also looks like someone you might see at the DMV.
0: <laughs> Possible, but lunch lady land. If we had Adam Sandler, not even you know, we just had on that This one.
2: I'm gonna stay out of it.
1: Anyway, well,
0: point for is, Ross, I think David, David Ross. David, I don't. I don't know David Ross, but I I know what his reaction would be to turning up fourth in that, and it would be double birds. <laughs> yes, the sure. is if we ever get set. him on the
2: podcast, that's going to be my first question. What was, what, what was your, your thoughts the moment you heard them?
0: And that du- you were number
2: four. <laughs> yeah. Manager, I
0: guarantee you he gets asked that at Cubs convention. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He will for sure. And it'll be by Ryan Dempster in the After Dark or whatever, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on the mound segment that he does. Whatever he, yeah. Dusty Baker, sixth overall in his 70s. I got to admit, Dusty looks pretty good for a guy in his 70s. That toothpick
2: does something for him. Maybe
0: it's the toothpick. Maybe it's the <laughs> wristbands. Maybe it's the barbecue gloves that he's been wearing the last couple seasons. But in general, I would say Dusty looks pretty young for a guy in his 70s.
2: Yeah, I would say so. When yeah. he was with the Cubs, he was, you know, he doesn't look too much different from when he
0: was with the Cubs as the manager. I think he had a little more facial hair. How long has it been Cubs? since you Dusty did. was the manager of the Cubs? What, like, like 20 17 years, years right? going My on? timeline is. No, 06 was his last
1: season. It was going on 17 years now that. It's been 16 years since he got fired. Did he get, I think he got fired. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, He's then they they hired, Still not happy about it. They hired made Lou. to in be 07. a scapegoat. They hired Lou for the 2007 season. So it's going on at least 16, 17 years now. However, you do the math. Um, Lucas said, "Kapler
0: probably has too many tats for the beauty group." I don't know. I don't even know who this beauty group is. is it like? What is like what? I don't know. Do we know what beauty? Technology analysis is Is that an app
1: The thing is I get like Sent random Surveys And random press releases For things I don't care about (laughs) And like I don't even know What they're talking about Half the time So it may be one of those Where like They just started sending it out To people in Chicago media Like hey We surveyed our own people At our company But here's David Ross Number four I don't know I mean the guy was on Dancing with the Stars Yeah What's Buck Showalter Ever done He was also on Saturday Night Live too yeah, I mean, so. I come on in a in a in a cutoff. I want to say too. Yeah, like, and he twerked. Yeah, no, wasn't it? Did he twerk with Rizzo? Yeah. No, Rizzo twerked. Well, I thought they were all
2: twerking. I
0: don't know. I don't know if David Ross
1: can twerk. Maybe that's another question he should get asked at the Cubs convention.
0: <laughs> uh, so Cody alerted us to something very very important. Um, <laughs> there are now odds out. You can now place wagers on Matt Mervis to win Rookie of the Year on DraftKings. You can. And you now, can
2: also place a wager on Brennan Davis to win NL Rookie of the Year at plus nine thousand. If you nine
0: thousand now you know. again, for those that are new to wagering, plus twelve hundred means bet a hundred, win twelve hundred. I believe so. I believe that is that how yeah. it works? Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. So if you, you bet a hundred,
1: yeah, I do not know that?
0: So if you bet a hundred on Brennan Davis, <laughs> I'm never putting. The you 100 could bucks win on nine thousand. <laughs> So wait, so yeah, what? I a on yeah. hundred dollar bet on Brendan Davis would, would net you nine grand. Believe wait, so. Brendan
1: Davis is plus nine thousand? Yeah, to win rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. For the National League, of course. I mean that's insane. <laughs> we should
0: we should pool together just a hundred bucks between the three of us because if he shows in spring training that he's ready to go and somehow made the team. Now, another another thing you can bet that I was looking in the
2: MLB market, you can bet division winners. They have the Cubs at plus six fifty right now. Cardinals
0: at minus 120 is the favorite.
1: Yeah, I'm going to not bet on that one. Yeah, The division winner? <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Well, if the Cardinals have some in- – like what if Goldschmidt goes down or Arenado goes down?
2: I mean, I guess, but
0: – Do you think the Cubs pitching is better than the Cardinals right now? Probably more and depth. Flaherty, you can't count on Flaherty. I do
1: like Jack Flaherty, though. I'd probably say definitely I mean, the, the, de- the, the depth of good pit- starting pitchers is probably better on the Cubs side right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, the, didn't the Cardinals sign someone?
2: This Mervis, Mervis plus. Oh, they 12.
1: lost Quintana, who had a, Quintana. actually had a really good run with them last year.
2: Yeah, don't remind me about it. Um,
1: See, this. Um, Wainwright's whole, old. Yeah. Real old. Yeah. Almost as old Miles, as me. Miles Michaels is probably one of their top pitchers right now. He was an all star, I want to say, this last year.
0: Pitched 200 innings last yeah. year. Yeah. So. But it. Plus 1,200 for Mervis, right? Yep. And I know we're probably all overvaluing Matt Mervis. I think. But that's what we do. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think right now <laughs> you wait on it. Because, say he doesn't start the te- start the year at the the Cubs, and he comes up in like May, mm-hmm. I bet those odds are lower or higher. I mean, and you get it at a better price.
1: Well, especially when we consider the fact that, as we expect to happen, Mervis not you know not coming out of the gate starting every single day, right? Yeah, like so, like you said, the, the, those odds will probably increase just because. He's not starting every day, maybe starts a little bit behind because of that in terms of the the rookie of the year
0: but, race. Yeah, but if he if he plays enough to hit the bombs, yeah. that gets the rookie of the year and, votes, right? Well, like, that's what
1: I'm saying. It's like how, how he said wait a little bit. If he's not playing right out the gate, and these other guys are, that probably increases his odds from, what are they at, 1,200, 1,400, 1,500. You might get a little more value on yeah. it until he really starts playing. And if he yeah. really starts playing right, mm. you know, pretty quickly and starts taking off, then you're like, he actually has a legit child. Yeah, and
0: it's a DraftKings, you can do it. I still like the idea, and I pitched this last season. I don't know if Jake's listening over there. I think he's in a meeting. But I would like us to have a CHGO account, all right? So a CHGO Cubs account on okay. DraftKings. And then I would also like, you know, CHGO Blackhawks, CHGO White Sox. And we each get, we each get like, 200 bucks to start the season each time your season starts you get 200 bucks to place your wagers and that would allow the three of us to start and if we want to fund more money of our own money if we all want to split it and be like okay this is who's going to be in the account so if we decide to make this bet all six of us on the chgo cubs account have to agree that yes we are going to put in 20 bucks each on this bet and we're going to make this bet well, I like that. So so if, if one person's out, everybody's out. Mm-hmm. But if you're all in, that money all gets split amongst the people that are in on it. So Brendan could be in on it. Corey could be in on it. Jared could be in on it. Maybe Joey wants to get in on it. Whoever wants to be part of the Cubs one, it has to be all in or nothing. Or it's just the three of us.
3: DraftKings has a really cool feature, too, where you could do groups now and see who's betting what. And you could you know copy your friends oh, bet or really you know, how they won their money? Yeah, wow. Yeah, you
2: yeah. Can, yeah. Groups, you can create, you do, can create yeah. a group on there. They have like a social
0: feed on there too that you can share your bets wow. on there. But see, I don't want to bet. I don't Just personally want to bet. Uh-huh. So I don't Grap personally want to bet a hundred bucks yeah. to win twelve hundred on Mervis. Right. But if you tell me we're splitting a hundred bucks three ways to win the twelve hundred on Mervis, now I'm a little more interested. Yeah, yeah, I am. And too. the same thing goes for the crazy Brendan Davis deal. Yeah. Yeah, like because nine fair. grand, like yeah, shh. that's fair. Hundred dollars, okay. I, I,
2: I like you know at twelve, like plus twelve hundred. That cool. I will say this though, at the end of last season, 45. Suzuki and Morel were top three in like lowest odds for to win NL Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it ended up being Harris, right? I think it was Strider Harris, and yeah. then it was Suzuki and Morels. I think the there was another four.
1: another. I don't think either Morel or Suzuki were finalists for that. I'll say it was Strider Harris and someone else that I can't remember. Maybe someone in the chat remembers. Well, something. as far
2: as like the markets on DraftKings, yeah. you know, or just on the sports books. So,
0: who knows? But do you like that though? The CHGO Cubs account. I know I we can do it listening. on our own, but it would be nice to be, you know, given a little fun to start the thing. Yeah, Brendan Donovan little. was the other. Finals.
2: I would also. I I also feel like if if not like Mervis or Davis like. Like, eventually, DraftKings will yeah. have Eventually, the Draft right. Kings will have a... How many likes he said in that one sentence? So,
0: oh, shut man. up. <laughs> shut up. I'm trying, well, to, listen, I'm trying to help be, you. Listen, the tardiness does not allow for that shot today. The, that I will well, admit. He, yes. he brought it up himself.
2: <laughs> well, I, Shut up. I'm done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, the, how many likes for a penalty shot of Malort for being late? How many likes will we need? How many likes? We're at oh, 26 right now. A couple hundred. Uh, we got 86 f- watching. 50. 50 oh, likes for for Ryan likes to for take Ryan a penalty shot, what, Malort.
0: Likes and and also, what about you know? Have you subscribed? Yeah. Ooh. If we see subscriptions go up. Oh shit! It, it just raised to 27. <laughs> like as, <laughs> as, as I was saying
1: that. Oh no! Is that 29 now? Okay, likes, let's, go. let's get going.
0: If we let's if we can get to 100 likes, there's no question he should do Malort. Let's get the okay. 100 for 100. Seventy-five. You can't switch it. we we'll
1: Fine. Okay. I'll say at fifty, but I'm not gonna do it on camera.
2: What I was oh, gonna say God. before <laughs> Ryan rudely interrupted me with how it, all the times I say like, is eventually DraftKings will have a market for a, for every team on if they will make or miss the playoffs, and I feel like that one would be one that we could track and would be a lot more fun for us if we all chipped yeah. in. And the odds won't be as good, but like. I bet you. I bet when they release them, I bet the Cubs will be somewhere around plus two hundred, plus three hundred, somewhere in that range to make or miss or to make the playoffs. And I bet they're a favorite yeah. to miss the playoffs. But if we all wanted to put twenty dollars in to to bet on that, then we could like
0: that would be good. And I just said like again. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Chgo Sports has put out that fifty likes from Ryan Herrera takes a shot at Malloy. Yeah, and
1: Shane said fifty for me, a hundred for the whole squad.
0: So. Yeah, well, this podcast will end right at ninety nine. <laughs> 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 so that's how that'll work out. Just so you know, uh, well, let's pick up the pace. Let's get yeah. on the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, on since the we lights.
3: started late, we got to go a little bit
0: longer All now right, too. Fine, yeah, right, we're right. gonna stretch it out. Uh, Draft Kings pick of the week, Cody. What? Oh, you since know, we're already talking about, well, DraftKings, yeah, you right? could you could do Mervis could be your pick of the week, pick of the year slash, but it seems like you know.
2: Oh, you want? I can give you something for tonight. Yeah, give me something yeah. for tonight. And you know, Cubs plus six fifty to win the division is at least fun. All right, it's better than last year. Last year they were like plus twelve hundred. So at least there's some hope from Vegas this year.
0: Do you have an maybe an NFL one too with the playoffs coming? Ooh.
2: Okay, I'll give two just because I'm a nice no guy. No, Tua.
0: No, Dolph No, do, I the love. Dolphers.
2: I was telling the this guy. I was at a bar last night. I was telling this guy that I loved uh, the Giants. The Giants at. Giants' money line, plus 135 against the Vikings this weekend because the Vikings are a bunch of frauds. Um, Fair. So, I like that. I also like the Bucs, but whatever. Um, but tonight, I'm riding Pittsburgh plus 8.5 against Duke, the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, Pittsburgh, what, rank number. they're in third place in the ACC. They just beat Virginia. Yeah. They beat UNC. Now they're eight-point dogs against Duke. I don't get it. So, I'm, I'm hammering the Panthers. Give me, give me Pittsburgh plus eight and a half tonight.
1: Mizzou pick of the week plus four and a half at Texas A and M tonight. Oh, did you see my tweet? I did not
0: see your tweet.
2: I, I I I sent a tweet this morning with all my picks for tonight, and I have Mizzou plus four and a half. There
0: tonight. we go. How about that? By the Found way, it. Evil Wax seventy three has nailed it. You now I used to I used to do Luca people that look like other people, right? Mm-hmm. He says I've been thinking about who Buck Showalter's wife looks like, <laughs> and it's Edie McClurg, the assistant principal. The assistant to the principal in Ferris Bueller's day off. If you can find those two pictures, that is absolute oh gold. Because I can picture her on the phone in Ferris Bueller's day off, and those are. <laughs> oh <laughs> but it's got to be from Ferris Bueller's yeah, day like off. That, there that she is. Fourth picture. With the blue shirt. There, there, that
1: fourth picture. Oh,
0: <laughs> He's a righteous dude. That's such a good movie. Yeah, that one. We'll see if we can get. We got, a, we got a, Come on. We got a few minutes. We got a few minutes left. Oh, uh, Game Time Tickets is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could—fifty-yard line courtside, behind home plate, floor yeah. seats to a concert—it's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you never thought you could buy. What concerts are coming to the United Center soon? Anything? I don't know of any big ones right now. Um, I haven't heard anybody be like, oh, Harry Styles or whatever that guy's name is. I do know that Morgan Wallen's coming to Wrigley. I don't know know that that pretty but (laughs) That's the
2: only concert that I've thought
0: about. You won't find a better deal this season on Bulls tickets created by the fans for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest price. If you love CHGO, you're going to love Game Time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events, guys.
1: I'm looking at. I, I just googled <laughs> Angela Showalter. I don't know who that is, but that's not her.
0: You don't think that's Buck Showalter's no, I, wife?
1: I googled Angela Showalter, and this is who it is.
0: It's a completely different person. Well, this <laughs> could be his second wife. That might be <laughs> wife number one. It we could don't be, know. I guess I don't know. The first uh, one came up in Wikipedia, didn't it? I don't uh, know who that is. Either way, whoever that woman is in the red hoodie, right there, <laughs> lovely woman. Does look a little bit like E. McClurg from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Not a little. She looks a lot like her.
2: Yeah,
1: I guess so. But yeah, I mean this this random person that we found on Wikipedia and, <laughs> on on Google.
0: And and someday Angela Showalter's going to Google herself, and she's going to be like, "What is CHGO, and why are they talking about me? Like, Why are they using a picture YouTube? that's not even me?" Uh-huh. Imagine Uh, if that's, you know, uh, it could be somebody's mom out there watching right now. They're like, Mom, they just talked about you. (laughs) They could. Randomly Googled photos of Angela Showalter.
1: (laughs) Mom, why is your picture under Angela Showalter on Google? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh,
2: my God. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. So
0: we got the, you know, we got the big convention coming up. Uh, Yep. No, yeah. Is everybody in the chat excited about it? I've seen... um, Super fans out yeah. there like Crawley are just like mm-hmm. losing their Damn. mind about being able. I was, to go best Mike Dubb said he's going to be there. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Great. I'm sure
1: everyone in this chat is probably going to be there. At least most of you. Is, and I think we're all looking forward to meeting you all. Yeah. if you're there. I uh,
2: I was in uh, our good friend Dom Frederick's uh, Twitter space last night, and we were talking about the convention. Uh huh. he might be there. So under disguise, under disguise, okay. probably. Uh, but
0: twelve more likes to get that yeah. malort. Rome. I think uh, it's actually at thirteen right now.
2: I think if for for once, for once, I think I see thirteen fans right are excited about the the ricketts oh, the ricketts uh, panel. I think that the
0: fan, yeah, I, I, that, I, the panel's going to be interesting. Yeah,
2: like it's it's definitely going to be the most interesting thing that has nothing to do with autographs and pictures and with players and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Yeah, the Ricketts, to to the Ricketts one is going to
1: be big. The Ricketts one's going to be big, and then the, the the baseball operations update with Jed and Carter will be big. I, I just as far as, you know, we, we just know from our chat in our show how many questions Cubs fans have and, and the frustrations and whatever. We can just tell that from our chat, and we only have, what, 78 people in here right now. Imagine how many people are going to be at the Cubs convention wanting to ask the Ricketts family, Jed, Jed Hoyer, Carter Hawkins, all those people they want to ask them questions about this offseason what the future holds all that stuff so i mean you can you, you, i don't know how hostile it'll get but I, there will be unhappy fans that want to ask questions i'll tell you that much I, yeah. I i could just tell just the way cubs twitter's acted our chat and just just the general overall feeling of what this offseason was there you are people see that cubs facebook
2: man it's even worse oh god i don't <laughs> go on cubs
1: facebook but but you can tell just from that just how much uh. people how many questions people have about the direction of this franchise mm-hmm. um and so that those two panels for sure are going to be filled with a lot of you know i i would i would consider them like kind of hard hitting questions like contentious yeah, yeah. Maybe contentious maybe a little hosti- hostility there you know Just the cubs, yeah. after after the last couple seasons and the first cubs convention in 3 years like i i get a feeling there's going to be a lot of unhappy people there that want to that <laughs> want answers
2: Dust it out. Luke got on his phone to give
1: yeah, it a I like. I think Luke like created a YouTube Did account look, just I, to give it a like. Not Steve. Figure it out something. I haven't
0: put a photo in there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. want to give the internet too much information.
2: So but we'll we'll be there though. Uh yeah. Friday and, and Saturday. Yeah. So um, Yeah, I
1: know I'll Jared and I will be there both days. You're going Friday?
2: I think me and Casey are going there Friday to yeah, do some opening like, ceremony. Yeah, to do some like
0: fan interactions and stuff like that. And
2: you know. Saturday,
0: yeah, I'm so, like maybe I'll sneak away to the Ricketts Pan. Be like, yeah, Luke from CHGO, I got a question for Tom. Steve, you're Steve, mm-hmm. Tom. From <laughs> <CHGO>. <laughs> Steve from CHGO, I got a question for Tom. <laughs> and this is my buddy Michael Collada wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> are you cheap? Are, why are you cheap?
1: <laughs> oh my god! No, um, um, yeah. So you guys will be there. Luke and I will be there doing stuff Saturday, along with Jared as well. um. So, especially at the opening ceremony where you guys will be at, if you got your CHGO gear, you might as well wear it. We want to go take pictures with Cody and Casey and myself and Jared on Friday in
0: your CHGO gear. Let us know you're there. I wonder who's going to do the big. I assume it's Cubs Productions. Uh, will do the video. You know, it used to always be Bob Vorwald of WGN would put together the big hype video that they would show mm-hmm. to get the fans ramped up for the players coming out. I assume that's, you know, going to have a little of the drone video from last year maybe mm-hmm. mixed in there. Yeah. Some behind-the-scenes stuff. I expect that to be pretty good. <laughs> we'll see. Six more likes. I don't Much know, longer. I, we can, I, I feel like we, we have to get off we're the We're at 221 sets. in Lawrence. Uh, the law yeah. is uh, circling around producer Steven over there just do, trying to get us off the air. We do got to get off the set for the Blackhawks. But crew. if we had six more likes, we could end it with a shot of Malort for Ryan Herrera. For being tardy. Uh,
1: sorry. Sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, like I agree with Law. Just short. We want to give Law as much time as possible to get the Blackhawks crew set up. So I think we should. I think we should. <laughs> show. Know,
0: we got time. This is the <laughs> no, first the time first. in the history of the show. Like, no, we got time. <laughs> the first
1: time Law isn't rushing us off the set. Every minute we're at past 220. We need, we need five more. Five I'll end oh, the water. damn show, man. <laughs> I
0: just spilled my water for whoever's coming over to do the Hawks <laughs> podcast next. <laughs> Poor Jay's gonna be like, is this chair wet? Oh my god, put an end to the show, please. Forty eight. Please.
3: We haven't hit an hour
0: yet. We got three minutes. We got three minutes because we started late. I was we late. We should have to wait to the one hour mark. And go. then the Blackhawks
1: crew is gonna be gonna be late to their show. We don't wanna ask make the them guy lie on the, the guy guy roof on the to, the to the like roof. the video. <laughs>
2: Come on. <laughs> we should be asking a naked guy. Um, two more Chris voted.
1: I want to take a shot of Malort right now at two 3, two twenty two p.m. Yeah. on a Wednesday. Oh, uh, the Hawks oh.
3: guys
0: are circling. Yep, Nothing would be Hawks more Chicago. We better, we better show. go. And one show. more though. One and more the show. One more and like the show.
3: Guys, I'm oh. showing fifty likes on YouTube. There yesterday. it is. I oh. see forty nine.
0: Mike Dub says fifty. Shane says fifty. I got it right here. Uh, I'm seeing forty nine on my side. Like I'm right. a, oh, there's 55. There it is. <laughs>
2: Sean says, "Come on, you bums." <laughs> This is a dangerous precedent because I'm never doing the Lord on this show. I'm
0: going to tell you right now.
2: This is just for Ryan. It's time. You want me to pour it for you?
0: Here's, here's what I think we Damn. should do. Either, he either does it now, which is a little questionable considering he's about to get in a car. Fair. Second would be we give him enough that he goes when he gets home, he has to sh- take a video of his shot. We need to social media. It has
3: to be on social media. It has, has to, to be, to be on social something. media. I may,
0: I may end up dropping it in the car. Like You never really know. Twice. Yes. Well you, maybe your penalty is to go buy some Malort.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, with, I'm riding with the, the chat here. why did I
0: say fifty? What am I what am I doing? Make it a, make it,
1: make it a half to, a I shot. Mean, Apparently wasn't because it got there. Yeah, I mean uh, a half a shot is in. no
0: different than a little mouthwash. That's a that's that's plenty. That's plenty of Malort. I don't need to do any more than that. You guys will play a couple games of ping pong. Alright, sign off, please. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs shot, podcast shot, presented shot, by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app and use the <laughs> promo code CHGO me, when you sign up. We're back at no, one twenty on Thursday with another podcast. Until then, Malort, if you will, and fly the Cheers. W. Down.